Welcome to NetSmart Care Threads, a podcast where human services and post-acute leaders across the healthcare continuum come together to discuss industry trends, challenges, and opportunities. Listen as we uncover real stories about how to innovate and improve the quality of care for the communities we serve. Let's get into the show. Before we begin our podcast at zero, our first one of Care Threads, I wanted to take a minute to just give a quick introduction. My name's Tom Herzog, Chief Operating Officer here at NetSmart. We find ourselves in very unique times in which we're needing to connect and collaborate in different ways. And the thing that we've really learned is the more we share those experiences, the better we are as we think forward. We're passionate about the cause and community we serve, excited about the opportunity to do things that really help transform healthcare as we know it today. In this first episode, I have Scott Green and Don Iddings join us to talk about not only our passion, but the why behind the things that we're doing. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the things that we talk about and the things that are to come. Thank you for joining us. Okay, well, all things have to begin somewhere. So here we are on uh, episode zero, and I've got a couple guests with me. But before I jump into that, I wanted to lay a little bit of context behind this podcast. Everybody has a podcast these days, so why not us? And I really think when you look at the value and the benefit behind podcasts, I listen to a bunch of them. And it's perfect. You know, Vince, uh, who's in our marketing department, uh, he and I were talking about what what is the good behind podcasts. You can really listen to them on demand when you want to, whether you're driving into work, walking, working out, just need some downtime. And we thought this would be a great way to connect. And I think one of the things that COVID has taught us in this era is we need to be creative and, and we need to disrupt how we're sharing information. So a couple of things uh, before I introduce my guests. This is really about the speed of thought. And while these things try to be scripted, they may have tried to script me. We're not going to get scripted. We're going un- to do this unscripted. And really, I've focused on three R's around this. It's going to be real time. So as topics come up, we're going to discuss it. We'll, we will project them out there but we don't always know what's going to come across our windshield. So real-time topics. The next one is they got to be relevant, relevant to the task at hand. And while they may not always be specific to our role, they'll be relevant to the cause and communities that we serve. And I think lastly, the last R word, and maybe the most important, is reflective. This isn't always about getting it right. It's about the lessons learned, the things that we need to unlearn, and the things that we need to continue learning. And I think one thing of NetSmart now, a little over nine years, is I've really come to appreciate is that we're absolutely better together. That in the complexity and the challenges that we deal with, the more we connect and collaborate, the better we are in finding our way forward. And so our hope is that you find some value in this time, you find some value in the guests that we bring to the table, and it really is around this theme of care threads. We launched the blog many years ago around care threads, and that topic was very specific and a lot of great feedback. So this podcast is on that same thought. So without further ado, I'll let I'll introduce my guests. I've got Scott and Don here. Don, we'll start with you. So your role, how long you've been at NetSmart, 
and then we'll get into some Q&A that I've not prepared you for. Yeah, great. Sounds like fun. Uh, hi, everyone. Dawn Eddings. I'm the Senior Vice President uh, for the Post-Acute Business here at NetSmart. I've been here five years serving as your executive sponsor for our home health, hospice, and senior living clients. And Scott. Good afternoon. I am uh, Scott Green, General Manager and Senior Vice President of our Human Services business here at NetSmart, entering my ninth year. And uh, as Don said, I kind of her counterpart uh, as the executive sponsor for the uh, group that serves behavioral health, addictions, child and family services, autism, uh, and every other com- family that makes up the human services community. So I'm going to hit uh, one of the topics that just at hand. And so we sat around and we talked about this. So, Scott, if we're having a human services topic or, Don, we're just having a post-acute topic, I'm guessing that someone else in that other community doesn't need to listen to the conversation. Is that right or wrong? That's wrong. And why is that? Well, I think one of the things that we've learned and seen great value from in this post-COVID or still COVID times is bringing together our clients and having an opportunity in lots of different small ways to share ideas. And that's been the biggest feedback that I've received from our clients is thanks for connecting me with others so I can learn what they're doing and we can share ideas. And that's where I think this podcast will really benefit everyone. Yeah, and that's the thing we put out there is some some folks suggested, well, you should have a separate podcast for post-acute and a separate podcast for care coordination and a separate podcast for human service. We said, actually, that's the benefit of being part of the NetSmart family is while our journeys or our destinations may look a little different, there's more similarities and likenesses than not. Scott, what's your thought around that topic? Uh, I agree. And I, I think where you mentioned it in your opening, right, our ability to learn forward And one of the things that uh, we've discovered is while there is incredible relevance to the topics that confront our post-acute providers and vice versa on the human services side, at the end of the day, talking about it at at a level that does appeal and provide uh, insights to both communities, but also being able to drill into the specificity around the nuances that are there for post-acute and acknowledge that they're there for human services. And while that there's more similarities than differences, those differences make a big difference. So I think what we'll strive to do in these episodes is really confront the topics at a level that comes across both communities and has incredible relevance, but also drill into the granularities where appropriate on how they do differ across post-acute and human services. Well, and I think that's the hope is, and that's our intent. And I know our clients are good about giving us feedback. Mm -hmm. So we're going to hit on very specific topics, on very specific families of communities. But my belief is we do this right. That shared information is going to be relevant to anyone. I mean, some of the easiest ones. Telehealth is a good example. Everyone is looking at telehealth and what can they be, how can that be used as a medium or a forum uh, to be able to connect with their community. Mobility is another one. Data and analytics is another one. So we're going to be able to connect the dots on this. And that's why we think we just need one Care Threads podcast, no different than our blog, that there's good relevance and connection within that. So I'm going to pause on that question. I'm going to ask you both both uh, um, for, for some thoughts. We, we've held a series of webinars, e-seminars, whatever the cool Zoom meetings, video meetings. What are some of the things that you guys have taken from that? I know we've, we've been really inspired by the engagement 
the conversation and collaboration. I'd like to hear firsthand your thoughts, what, what you've taken from those experiences. Yeah, I'll go first. And I would say it's been really fun as we've evolved those. And we started out doing them weekly when we first, as we talked about, went overnight to a virtual uh, NetSmart. And then all of our clients became virtual healthcare providers in roughly the same time period, depending on their geography. But one of the things that became really apparent, you see it on the industry-led calls for organizations like National Council, but also as we started doing them here at NetSmart, the reality is there was comfort and power and just the ability to connect to each other and share. And, you know, immediately we started not making them NetSmart calls, although we shared information around NetSmart and the solution strategy and our uh, broad strategy that was evolving rapidly. But we made it an opportunity to get our clients on and to have them share their experiences and what they were going through. Things like what were the service volume drops in terms of a week post-COVID or post-lockdown, if you will, and then two weeks out. And it, it, a lot of times it wasn't a lot different from what a, a client down in Florida may be experiencing compared to someone out in Washington State. But the reality was just having that opportunity to validate that was a big deal to our clients. So uh, we saw a, a lot of value in that. And that's, I think, what we're trying to replicate here. You hit on it, the ability to have on-demand yeah. access. So we'll typically get X number of uh, uh, registrants, but that's only a portion of who actually attend the live event. And then the rest want it on demand. Right. So this is kind of a, a continuation of that in, a, in a hopefully an even more convenient way to continue to always have our client guests featured in this, talking about how they're leveraging technology or even just what they're experiencing in terms of the market dynamics. And I think that's what I took away is... yeah. I thought in the beginning, maybe we're going to do this too frequently right. and that people aren't going to like it and yeah. they're not going to give us the kind of feedback we'd hoped for. It, it was just the opposite experience. Yeah. Well, and, and you saw that. No, sorry, Don. I was just going to tell Scott, you saw that and how the numbers grew. Yeah. We thought, hey, there might be a plateau. It was cool in the beginning and then it would fade away and it, and it really expanded, which led us to this. Don, what were you saying? One of the things I, that, Scott, you hit on the point, and that is geography and the, and the value of hearing from you know, organizations that are geographically dispersed throughout the country provided great learning. And yeah. that was one of the takeaways that I had. So, you know, whether it's related to COVID or other topics, you know, issues that are facing our clients tend to be regional, but they also aren't isolated. And so it's it was a great chance for clients across the country in different geographies to share where they were in a given particular stage and, and learn in advance. And I think that was a huge value. And since we have clients in all 50 states, we get to, you know, bring a tremendous representation to the table. So I think I'm going to move on to the next question. And, uh, and then I got a couple more thoughts after that. You know, the, we're in this time of uh, uh, what I would call a bunch of taglines out of abundance of caution, uncertainty, if you will. You know, as we walked into this, I don't I look back at my school transcript. I never took Pandemic 101. Uh, it doesn't appear anyone else did either. Uh, we've really learned through that together. And I'll say 
man, uh, much appreciation to our clients. We all helped each other through this. What is working, what is not working, what we can do better. And I guess I would ask both of you this, and Don, I'll, I'll start with you. So I'm getting ready to pitch you on the spot for a question I hadn't shared with you yet. As we moved into this season that we find ourselves, we were uncertain, uh, absolutely, around those things. Did projects stop? Did clients just not do anything anymore? Give us a little bit of day in the life from the post-acute perspective around what the focal point has been for that community. Yeah, so great question because we definitely went into this very uncertain and uh, we have a lot of projects in flight, many activities going on with clients and you know our senior living clients had to close their doors overnight. But what we found was, I think as we've all learned, we've embraced the video, we know how to, you know, do remote work. It's kind of been our DNA as a company. It's the technologists that we are. So we shared that knowledge with our clients and they've embraced it wholeheartedly. So it's been a huge learning for me. I went from flying across the country five days a week to not flying anywhere. And I have more meetings with more clients than I ever had before. So tremendous learning. And uh, I think my frequent flyer miles are are done for. Well, I think we're all in trouble (laughs) on that. I mean, it's I haven't been this home. This is a little bit sobering statement. Yeah. I think in 20 years. Right. Uh, my family commented. My my son actually made the point. Dad, you have a lot more input than I'm used to having. Right. So it's uh, it's an adjustment for all of us. Yeah. And I would agree with you. I anticipated things may pause, but we actually saw projects accelerate. We did. And they said they wanted to go live sooner. Right. And they wanted to add more capabilities faster. Right. And I took a lot of pride in that because at the end of the day, our systems are about enabling and actioning healthcare in a better way, that we drive outcomes in a meaningful way while while providing efficiency. And our clients were saying, yes, we've got to be able to go do that. So it's been, Scott, what about you? Same question right back at you from a human services perspective. Yeah, it's been, and I'll, I'll steal one of your phrases, right? The ability to learn, unlearn, and relearn in terms of how we operate, and we were forced into that. And, you know, just today, I had an opportunity, we had a a, a larger client going live, and they chose not to pause, they chose to push through the project, and they'd reached their targeted go-live date on schedule, and they devised a virtual go-live plan with NetSmart Associates supporting them. So uh, it's been a very successful 300 users going live um, with, with their first targeted program. So not a small go live by any means. And well, let's not do easy. Let's do hard. No, we did yeah, hard, right. and, and they did hard. I mean, yeah. to your to your point earlier, it was the client's decision driving these these activities, and it's been inspiring. And I think out of it will come our opportunity to relearn what a model of potentially blended go lives looks like looks like and i I think don you know the frequent flyer analogy is something that is going to apply across many roles not just the gm role and you know the coo role it it really is going to be something that's going to be rethought not just at the netsmart through our different roles for our associates but also at our client sites and you know you see that taking shape in terms of project work in terms of the relationships. I think Don's point about the ability to touch base with our clients with some frequency and consistency that frankly was a lot harder to do when everyone was, if not flying all over the place, driving and and out and about. And now there's just a a level of, um, uh, I think the term is to, to use your 
a lot of terms getting thrown around zoom fatigue yeah right? so that's the biggest challenge we have now is that everybody's available to the point that you are back to back and we're dealing with that but it has allowed for a level of connectedness between NetSmart and you all are our client base yeah. that I think has in some ways been incredibly positive. Yeah, I think those are some of the things that uh, it's actually a great segue into my next question. And I'll frame it with this is that you can be connected and not have connection. And I think one of the things that we're really doing a lot of introspection around is how do we ensure that those connections are strong and good? And our own associates say, look, I've been able to engage an associate with our clients in a different way. And it's been positive. It's been good having more time and more intentionality around it. And I think we're going to have to figure some of that things out. And I think that's my next question is I refuse to believe we're in a new normal. And maybe that's just denial on my part. But I think the new normal is yet to come. I think we're in this season of a lot of a, we're, we're, we're adapting, we're pivoting, we're rethinking around those places. But there are going to be some things that we, we, as we look forward, you know what, I think we can do some of those things differently. Has you got, first of all, hat tip to you and your teams, you rolled out solutions that were specific and unique to COVID around assessment and those things that were immediately adopted. That was a thought one day, team in the engineering product management team support went to work on it and pushed it out. Those things are out there. As you think forward to what a new normal would might be, what are some of the things that you're thinking about for our clients and for your teams that are definitely here to stay or, or some iteration of them will be? Go ahead, Don. I was just going to say the, we've all learned so many lessons from COVID, you know, p- positive ones and not so positive ones. But, you know, one thing's for sure, we've all learned the value of technology. And it feels to me like a light switch has flipped in terms of the understanding that this really is a game changer for care delivery. And that's that's a big lesson. So we need to think forward quickly about how we continue to improve quality of care for our patients, for our residents, and do it with a with a technology lens that's much different and works much faster than we ever did before. So those are the things I'm spending a lot of time thinking about. Yeah, I think the roadmaps are going to evolve and adapt. Uh, there's things that we thought were way... How long I've been working on telehealth now for ten years? Maybe right. it's a good indication of uh, my challenges uh, that I have. <laughs> and then COVID comes along, and then, ma'am, immediately, why are we doing this telehealth thing? Right. This team, this this video in Teams use is phenomenal, and all of a sudden we're all adopting it. And I think that's us being pragmatic and prudent and saying now is a good time to pivot on some things. Scott, same question to you. Well, I don't think it's just you, Tom. I think we had a. Uh, uh, a CIO out of New York, actually, who made the comment, my digital health strategy that I'd laid out for 10 years was implemented in three weeks. Right. So, you know, I think it's it's not just you. So reassurance there, Tom. But I think the um, thing I would say is it's there's been a, a rush of clients. And I'll say some of it has been driven by uh our clients have been fairly successful from my observation of receiving CARES Act funding. So they've had an opportunity to thankfully continue to provide the services that are needed out in the, the communities they serve. But also some of it is uh, able to be invested to leap their technology forward. And one of the things that's 
been consistent is the ability to adopt some of what you've talked about, Tom, the COVID screener, the workforce screening app that we've now pushed out that's available for all of our clients, the telehealth innovations that have taken shape. It's always easier to do if you're up to date and current. And in some instances, if uh, there's investment to move to NetSmart hosted, to, to the NetSmart cloud, if there were efficiencies to be gained in that, conversations that had sort of been, you know, that's probably a two to five year conversation right. or strategy for us yeah. have been accelerated. And yeah. some of it's been driven by this ability to ability to stay current. Therefore, I'm more agile in my ability to take what's new yeah. and implement it more quickly. Yeah, I think we all launched really aggressively into the new decade plans in January. We're all excited about 2020. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, we threw them all out the window. Yeah. And we, we erased the whiteboard and we started all over. So last question uh, before I bring us in for a landing. What would you expect, you know, what's your hopes for people to be able to get from this podcast, this time that we're going to have together. And I'll bring it to you first, Scott, sure. then back to Don, and then I'll bring it in for a lamp. Yeah, I think as it, as it evolves, my hope would be that it'd be something, if you're going to go on the treadmill, you're going to go on a walk, you've got to drive, that you've got an opportunity to understand you're going to get what's new at NetSmart, what's a, to use your R's, what's relevant, yeah. what's out there and he, and expect to hear from forward-thinking, innovative client partners of NetSmart yeah. in combination with NetSmart product expertise, strategy right. expertise, so that it's always a, a really timely, relevant topic that is brought to you with what NetSmart's thinking on that, along with our client partners and how they're reacting to that strategy, or even better, as is often the case, helping us shape it. Well, I think that, you know, we've all said, if we do this right, this is our podcast. You who are listening, I would challenge you. Uh, we'd love to have you on the in these conversations. Be thinking about the things that you would want to talk about, share, and collaborate as we think forward in working together. So I think that's a good point. Don, what about you? Yeah, I completely agree that this is our client's platform. And I'm anxious to hear ideas from all of the clients. I know of some tremendous topics that um, already would be perfect to share with others, uh, you know, to continue to learn and continue this connected cross-section of NetSmart clients who are getting to know each other on a more intimate basis and on a more frequent basis because there's so much to learn from each other. So that's what excites me about this podcast. And I know there's going to be lots of great content that uh, coming out. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's, uh, Don, that's the key is I think the more intentional we are around these topics and we hit hard topics, we hit the ones that are just emerging and we do what we kind of started with this podcast. I know the team came in and said, hey, here's a script and those things. And I thought it was neat and quickly pushed it aside. And so let's just talk and have conversation. At the end of the day, we're more alike than not. And the more we can connect and collaborate, the better we are together. Uh, it's going to be a little rough. We're going to do some things well. We're going to not do some things well. And we'll figure it out. And I think the authenticity of it is actually going to be the key behind it, that we don't make it corporate speak and we have have the perfect jingle and those types of things. At the end of the day, we love what we do. 
We love our clients. We love the cause and community that we serve. It's absolutely um, an honor to be able to do the things that we do and to make a difference. I know we are passionate about looking back at the contribution and the story that we're writing, that we helped contribute to a healthcare system that is accessible, affordable, and actionable for all. And what I would tell you is that our commitment in this Care Threads podcast is absolutely for it to be real time. As topics come up, we want to address them and hit them head on so that we can each learn from each other, that we're relevant, that we're talking about the opportunities and the challenges that are in front of us right here, right now. And I, as I said earlier, maybe most importantly, that we're reflective, that we just don't talk about the good things. We talk about the, the things that don't work so well. Sometimes it's the not great ideas uh, that we learn and iterate uh, forward together. So my encouragement to you, give us feedback, share, let's connect and collaborate. This is our collective platform. We're going to make it open. We're not going to try to make this ex- uh, extraordinarily difficult that, hey, it's only for our clients. At the end of the day, healthcare is probably the most universal language that's out there. And if we can all connect and collaborate in a way that makes it better, I can't think of a better way for us to help shape forward not only the rest of 2020, but the rest of this decade as we move forward. And a tagline that we kind of love and share around here is we fundamentally believe we're better together. And that is the spirit and the example behind the things that we're trying to do. So thank you for joining Care Threads today. Thank you guys, Don, Scott, yep, for joining and being part of episode zero. Yes. Have a great rest of the day. At NetSmart, we understand the challenges facing provider organizations. Our team will help you navigate changing value-based care models with solutions and services that make person-centered care a reality. We'll equip you with technology and services that provide holistic, real-time views of care histories that inform better decision-making and better outcomes. Visit us today at ntst.com. NetSmart, serving you so you can serve others. Thanks for listening to the NetSmart Care Threads podcast. Through collaboration and conversation, we can work together to make healthcare more connected than ever before and better support the communities we serve. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think the podcast deserves. Until next time.